Welcome to the podcast. I'm Katie. I'm Hannah. And this is One Kiss Kiss Means Forever. Forever. This is the podcast that discusses everything in that Venn diagram before or after you change the clocks about what is beautiful and terrible in TV romances, uh, such as you find on Hallmark, Netflix, sometimes Lifetime, and other places. Yeah, um, I'm not exactly sure who made the movie we're talking about today. It's like... Oh, right. It's... We watched, I'm, I'm unclear if it ever aired on Hallmark. It's it's on Hallmark Movies now, but as we've learned, that doesn't actually mean anything. It's also on Amazon. You're right, but it, and it is also relatively recent. Yeah, so it's that's from 2017. Surprising. And like, like, I don't think it is a movie that was made specifically by Hallmark Channel. So it was someone's passion project, <laughs> but not... Yeah, yeah. That, maybe that... <laughs> I have something to talk about for Across the Universe, but we'll get there. Oh, great. Perfect. Uh, about that, so maybe maybe that'll be part of it. Fantastic. Um, so anyway, so hi everybody. We today? We're going to be talking about <laughs> this movie, um... Again, from 2017, called An Hour Behind. And we're doing this today because uh, if you live in a place where they care about this, which is not everywhere, we know that. Yep. um, Daylight savings time just started. So you changed your clocks, in theory, this past Sunday. So Or uh, your phone did it for you. Or your phone did it for you, or your computer did it for you. But if you have any clock that you have to do manually, like on your, I don't know, coffee maker or stove <laughs> like you had to do it Microwave, yourself <laughs> yeah. i didn't grow up with this yeah because arizona doesn't do it right nope it doesn't yeah we have yeah. enough daylight we don't need to save it <laughs> well also i did learn that the, it's a complete myth uh, about the farmers that's really not, that's not real huh benjamin franklin was just making shit up yeah i i i went through a little bit of like daylight savings on history thing so um but yeah, apparently that's that's a lie. <laughs> Fascinating. Anyway, and you can learn more about it on our other podcast, <laughs> Historical Myths. <laughs> Just kidding. Yes. Um. So uh, today's synopsis, uh, I didn't pull from Helmer Channel like I often do. This is from Amazon, but same premise. Um. When Trish Harper is late for a blind date. Due to daylight savings time, she mistakenly meets Parker, a thoughtful paramedic. But even though he there's a spark between them, when she discovers her error, she keeps him at arm's length, focusing instead on her thriving bakery. But ever so slowly, she begins to fall in love. <laughs> and it stars Emily Rose, Barry Watson from uh, Seventh Heaven, <laughs> and Allie Durham. Lovely. So, um, Emily Rose plays Trish Harper, a bakery owner focused on growing her business. Uh, She would like to expand her business and needs the money from winning an upcoming cupcake competition in order to do so. Her sister, Chloe, on the other hand, keeps setting Trish up on blind dates. Uh, The latest is Breakfast with Adam on the Sunday of Daylight Savings Time, like the spring one, to be clear. Um, so she'll, um, for this blind date, she will know who Adam is because he's wearing a green shirt and jeans. Yeah, because no one's ever worn that before. Nope, especially in spring. (laughs) So Trish, um, 
which is in apparently a very her style, uh, does not go around resetting her clocks. Um, <laughs> I feel that. Yeah. So she she instead relies on her phone, like a lot of us do. Yep. Um, which she accidentally knocks a water glass onto before going to sleep and fries it. Um, and she doesn't realize she's done it, which shocks me because they're like it's a fire hazard like it it's like full-on like how did she not notice she did this right it's (laughs) it's sparks which i don't think phones do that when they get wet and also i just want it like my own across the universe i always have a glass of water next to me next to my phone and my bed is very a lot closer to (laughs) my nightstand than hers was so i call bullshit on this whole scenario well but also like can you imagine knocking over a glass of water and then, like, turning over and going to sleep and not noticing that you did this, like, yep. it, it's a full-on, like, clank! Like, it is, it's not subtle. <laughs> but then we wouldn't have a movie. Right. So she, she fries her phone. So when she wakes up and all the, her, like, analog clocks say 9.30, she's like, oh, okay, it's 9.30. But it's actually 10.30. Whoopsie-daisy. Oopsie. Upon arriving at the restaurant for breakfast, Trish sees a man alone in a green shirt, played by Barry Watson. Hooray. Assuming that this is Adam, she joins him and doesn't really let him correct her on her assumptions. When she orders a very interesting order of Barry crepes with ham in it, um, he decides not to correct her uh, for reasons we'll find out later. And then the two of them spend the day together and have a great date. <laughs> At no point does Trish realize that this is not, in fact, Adam, or that everyone is an hour ahead of her at this point. So Barry Watson is sort of a stranger. Oh, yeah. He's he's gaslighting her in a weird way. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't let him get a word in edgewise. No. And he's like, um, well, okay, this is a thing happening. Yeah, like, I'm doing this. Um, so the following morning... Trish realizes that she was over an hour late to her date, and she did not, in fact, meet and have a good date with Adam. It was somebody else, uh, and she had a good date with Parker, who she is now very upset with, um, understandably, um, <laughs> and, and she feels he should have said something, because um, he should have, <laughs> like, yeah. So yep. even Parker's co-workers at the fire station, as he is an EMT, think he should have confessed. Because, again, he should have. Yep. <laughs> um, so Trish is mad and refuses to serve him at her bakery, which she has a right to do. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Um, so Chloe, uh, Trish's sister, convinces Trish to go out f- with Adam for real. And while Trish clearly isn't feeling it, she decides to keep going out with him because she feels so duped by Parker. Um, but Parker is persistent. Um, he really kind of had a great time with Trish. They were obviously clicking during their date. Um, and But Trish does... Um, sorry. Trish does forgive him to a point. But she's not going to date him, but agrees to hang out with him as friends. Unlike Adam, Parker listens and wants to know about her, but he also really isn't very open about himself. So Parker takes Trish to a painting class as she has expressed interest in finding the time to paint. Adam takes Trish to a sushi restaurant for dinner, even though she said she hates sushi. Uh, So it's sort of like contrasting potential boyfriends. Mm -hmm. Um, And 
when the bakery oven breaks and the repair person can't come for an entire day, which is like death to bakery, <laughs> um, Trish tries to get Adam to help. And he kind of is like, I got my own thing. I'm busy. I'll call you later. Uh, so she calls Parker, who is able to fix the, pro- the problem for her without really any trouble. Yeah. It's sort of like, good guy, bad guy. We're showing you contrasting things. <laughs> so meanwhile, Trish is working on figuring out what kind of cupcake to make for this big competition. She can't decide, so she takes her options to the fire station to test on Parker and his friends. Um, while we're not sure that they're actually helpful, as they like everything that she brought to them, um, Parker shows her around the station. When he's called away for a minute, she sees pictures of Parker's wife in his locker, and she jumps to conclusions and accuses Parker of cheating. So they are officially done for the moment. Uh, So Trish gets ready for the cupcake competition. Um, But this is this kind of movie, so not surprisingly, she ends up dropping the cupcakes on her way out the door, so they are ruined. But don't worry. She and her employees are able to make more just in time. It's like magic. Like, there's time if we split up and work together. Um, Parker's coworkers are at the competition as the ambulance that hangs out at the fairgrounds just in case, which is a good thing for them to do. Um, So while they're waiting for the judging of the cupcakes to find out who wins, uh, the older like more established one of them talks to Trish and explains that Parker is actually a widower. He wasn't cheating on his wife. And um, so Parker is an EMT because of his wife's death. He doesn't want anybody else to go through what he went through if he can help it. Um, And he was initially taken with Trish because of her gross breakfast order because it's the same one as his wife's. Um. (laughs) If you can't guess... Yes, Trish wins the cupcake competition with her chocolate cupcake and peanut butter frosting. Um, Oddly enough, that's Parker's favorite. So, yeah. Um, And she does try to apologize to Parker, but he doesn't want to hear it. Um, He's sick and tired of her jumping to conclusions because it's like the umpteenth time she's done that um, while they've been seeing each other. Meanwhile, Trish breaks up with Adam which is a good thing, um, and she uses her winnings from the competition to open another shop. Parker does his thing, uh, but both are sad since they said goodbye to each other. Yeah, they're they're kind of doing that like, I miss them, but I'm, I don't want to do anything about it. Well, they're not sure if they should, yeah. you know? They, yeah. Yeah. So it is the end of daylight savings time, so in the fall now. And Trish again has breakfast plans, at this restaurant, this time with Chloe. But this time, she drops her phone into a bucket of water. (laughs) Because this woman clearly should not have phones and water in the same general vicinity around daylight. And again, she doesn't change her clocks, and so she shows up for breakfast at 8 when the plan was 9. Because, of course she does. Um, And randomly, Parker is also there grabbing... A takeaway order um, and seeing each other is clearly hard and awkward and Parker like takes his order and, and he's buying it for his friends at the fire station um, and his co-workers explain that it's hard and awkward because they're still into each other <laughs> yes 
So Parker decides to risk it again and gives Trish an alarm clock that accounts for daylight savings time on its own. Aww. Um, And so now that they're finally on the same page, they kiss, and because... One kiss means forever! Trish is not really going to have to worry about missing daylight savings times again since Parker will be there to remind her about it for the rest of their lives. Yay! Yay. (laughs) (laughs) An hour Um, behind. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's one thing they just keep saying is that we wouldn't have met if it weren't for daylight savings time. (laughs) I mean, it's It's true. true, But also, I I mean, it's, there's a lot of, it's far-fetched, but it's, you know, whatever. Sure. I, I need... Since you did so much research on daylight savings time just now, I need some clarification. Why does it... Do, it starts in spring and yeah. ends in fall? Yeah. But don't you need to save more daylight in the winter months? I don't know. It's a weird-ass thing that we do. I'm, I am I, I think I will never not be confused. Yeah. No, it's not important to remember that. I don't okay. know why I know that. Interesting. And, and as part of, like... You're, you're in it in the summer. So very interesting. Yeah. Cool. Well, yay. <laughs> <laughs> so an hour behind. Let's, let's talk about yes. this, this, this adventure. Yeah. Um, hmm. I have, hmm. A, I have something to open with. Okay. That I thought was very interesting and uh-huh. made me almost not sure about this movie. Mm-hmm. So the opening song is about God. Is it? It is about God because I don't remember what the I, opening song is. I have a strange little tick, um, not tick, but um, I per, I like watching everything with subtitles, mm-hmm. like I do. Um, I just think I get more of the story sure. that way. You you catch more things, and so there. So they have the lyrics on the closed captions a lot of the times, and it it's some it says something about like it's called like the chapter of my heart. So it sounds really romantic. But as as it all goes on, there's a lyric that says, like, God is in every chapter and his love opens up the chapter of my heart. So this is, like, while she's decorating, like, the opening, like, credit montage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I thought that was interesting. So I I wasn't sure what the movie was going to be about because of that. But it ended up not really being a religious movie at all. No, it's not religious at all. Uh, So... so. (laughs) You said you had what the fuck moment? I have a lot of what the fuck moments. I would love to hear them. Okay. So, um, <laughs> so, um, I call bullshit at the fact that she even has a hard time getting up at 930 based on the fact that she's a baker. Did you notice that she shows up at the bakery multiple, like, even when she's supposed to be there at like an hour earlier because of daylight savings, like, she's at the bakery at maybe like nine yeah like it you know it's so late when she shows up that she like opens her store at like 10 in the morning it's baffling well and it also just seems like she's at the point because it's her bakery and i guess her recipes she's at the point where she's the kind of business owner that can just like peace out and let her minions yeah i think piper and katie (laughs) yeah great names um just do all the work and they like to do the work too but i was like you really should be waking up a lot earlier than that for your bakery also i mean she lives above the bakery it's not like we're talking about like she needs to go a long way she like literally lives upstairs (laughs) speaking of that that's another one of my what the fuck moments 
I have never noticed the use of like the like the obvious fact that this was filmed in a studio. Oh my god, it's the the outside set is crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> like the lighting is off. It just looks like a set. It, it, I, I've never I. I know that that happens all the time, but this was so obvious, it was a little distracting. Um, that's kind of one of my things is the production quality on this seemed a lot lower than the usual. Yeah, yeah, I think that's that's true. I want to talk a little bit about Adam. For my, I have a yeah. couple what-the-fuck Adam moments. Sure. So when she officially goes on his her, her real date with Adam, um, they're... They're walking around, I don't know, I guess they had just met, he picked her up, and he goes, do you like the theater? And she's like, sure. And he goes, great, my niece is in a play, I figured that's what we would do tonight. And I know that that's hypothetically like, oh, so sweet, like, we're gonna go see his niece, but I don't know you. I don't want to sit through your niece's show on a first date, because I don't know you. And then also... He didn't even stay to say hi to his niece after the play. <laughs> I also thought that was a very bizarre thing. Also, just like the idea that you'd be like, let's go on a date. I'm not going to tell you anything about it. I'm not, you shouldn't be sure if you should have eaten food. Like, <laughs> like there's, like she clearly had, she had no idea what they were going to do. No. And so... It like in it, it it was at night, so like I would assume that unless somebody tells you otherwise, it would be like I assume we're going for at the very least drinks, right? But- <laughs> like it was a biz- I mean, clearly this woman goes on bizarre blind dates because also like breakfast is uh- a weird blind date. <laughs> Agreed. So Adam doesn't Adam doesn't do the best job in planning these dates. No, obviously. he's he's a weirdo. <laughs> because he she also was like um, during the same like theater date he was she he was like do you want to grab a bite to eat what do you like and he she's like anything but sushi and then on their second date takes her to a sushi restaurant and he and he always talks about himself and he's constantly like canceling on her at a moment's notice because work things come up. Yeah, he's he's a workaholic for sure. But the thing that's weird is, which I'm not sure is a script thing or the actress thing or whatever, but when she starts seeing Parker on the side, like, as a friend, and he asks her about, like, real-life Adam, she's like, he's really nice. And I'm like, wait, how is... How is he nice? And the actress <laughs> is saying it like, you know, he's so sweet. Like, he's just really nice. And not in, like, a hesitant sort of way. Yeah. And I wonder... Why she thinks that? Because it's obvious that it's right. It's, that he's not right. He's he's incredibly self centered. Yeah. Um. So, as a just a weird little thought thing. So on Parker and Trisha's weird day long daylight savings date thing, uh, they end up at a park and they go paddle boating, and she's like worried it's gonna tip over. <laughs> and I kept thinking, do paddle boats tip over? Like, I don't know. I, that would be, like, really hard, right? <laughs> it's, they're really bottom heavy. Yeah. So I assume, yeah. And, and, and there, there's, like, no round, like, the, it would be hard to tip it over. It's like, it's like if you, it's like having a box. <laughs> it's just, it was, I just kept thinking, like, have, have, has, 
I don't think I've ever seen a tipped over paddle boat that wasn't intentionally flipped over. I don't think I would go out into open water alone with someone I just met. <laughs> I know I mean, it's, it's a paddle boat. It's a paddle boat in full view of other people. I don't know. It didn't freak me out. That but much. still, he could stab you. Yeah. Or just like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, she's it trusting seems, him. It seems intimate to me. That's, that's fair. Um, another thing that I just thought was a odd choice for the movie itself was uh so like there's a number of times where you see parker and his other emt friends like at the station or in the ambulance da 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 you get one real call in this movie and the patient dies i have that down as new and noteworthy (laughs) the yeah there's a death in one of these in one of these movies right I was stunned. I was, I was watching with, like, no reservation. Like, obviously this person's going to live. They're going to, like, revive him. And they don't. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> right. They do the whole, like, the sheet over the face oh thing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, and you were like, oh, my God. A, d- a dead person. But it does kind of help you um, on that journey. Because you don't know that his wife is dead. And she's the reason that he's an EMT yeah. at that, yeah. this particular moment. So yeah. I mean, it, it's definitely, like, He takes it hard. Yes. Um... The other thing that I thought was very odd uh, in terms of choices was the second location of Trisha's bakery is just across town. It's like it it's close, like but not too close that it competes with the original. And that's what they how talk is that about. possible? Well, they have Starbucks <laughs> on every corner. Well, there is literally now two Dunkins near me that are a block away from each other. Yeah, I guess I guess so. I just I, I just can it never seemed like there was enough people in the bakery to warrant a second location. Mm. And then to find out that they're also in the same town, I was just like, really? They can't go Sometimes places like this have different stuff that makes them interesting. Like what if so Cupcake Palace Maybe Cupcake Palace 1 does cupcakes, and maybe Cupcake Palace 2, like, they seem to have more, like, cookies and pastries maybe. and ice cream and stuff on the menu, so maybe there's more that you can't get at Cupcake Palace 1. I don't know. Um, and then <laughs> and then I just, I, I guess it's sort of, like, an across the universe, really, but, like, we keep having movies where they drop all of the things that they made. And it's like, why didn't you make just like double or triple for this reason? I had that as a Hallmark Hallmark. <laughs> that like the one thing is yeah. wrecked. But yeah. then they come back to it somehow magically. Yeah. Um, can we talk about Parker for a second? Sure. So let me tell you about Parker. So Parker is like famous... Within his group of friends for, like, not, like, you know, he's still heartbroken about his wife. His wife died, like, three years ago. He's not dating, and he didn't plan on dating, but then, like, Trish literally dropped into his life. Yeah. And now he's, like, magically connected to her because of ham and berries. And... Which just sounds... It sounds weird. Gross. So they obviously have a really good time together, and when he tries to come back to, like, win her over, and she's like, you lied to me, I don't trust that get away he's really persistent and buys her all sorts of gifts that is it falls i think i'm calling it the say anything rule yeah i I, I, yeah i get that if you aren't interested in the guy these moves would be creepy 
Like, I already told you to leave me alone. But you're going to buy me a whisk. And you're going to buy me... Uh, but like you're gonna buy me things I already have, but then he attaches puns to them, yeah. so I'm fine with that. <laughs> and, and they're also in the color that I try to buy all my utensils in, so I'm fine with that too. But um, I, I was really kind of surprised. I was really surprised that that was his behavior based on who we know him, of him as a person. He doesn't strike me as the kind of guy that would send gifts in like a persistent sort of way. Except he's also the same guy who is like, yeah, sure, I'll be Adam the lawyer for an entire day. I guess so. And, like, be shocked that the woman that I did this to is upset with me about it. True. <laughs> he does have a point, though, that she just, like, also wouldn't let him get in a word in edgewise. But that's right. when you force it. Right. Like, like he, he, she got... You know, like, she didn't let him say anything. That is absolutely true. But at some point she did. So after she orders, conversation becomes more equal. True. And at that point, it's like, hey, I have to tell you this. I'm not this Adam person. I'm really happy, like, like you're, I'm intrigued by you. I'm more than happy to have breakfast with you. Like, this is, I'm totally into it. But also, like, sorry? Yeah. Um, like, like, the fact that he, it's not even so much that he doesn't correct her, it's that he actively, like, answers to Adam all day. Yeah. And she's very clear about going, Adam, Adam, yeah, Adam. Right. It's Adam, not Adam. like you can be like, I thought you knew. You know, like, there's, it is not ambiguous. Yeah, he's, he's having a hard time speaking up for himself. Poor Parker. Mm. Hallmark, Hallmark. Hallmark, Hallmark. Um, Want to go first? Sure. So I have that she is a baker, which, you know, shows up in a lot of these movies. Yeah, and not <laughs> only a baker, but a baker who is married to the job. Yes. The bakers always seem to be the ones that are like, I just got to work on the bakery and my career. Right, and not only is she a baker, but she's like almost not exclusively a cupcake baker but that's like her like happy place mm. which i feel like is also a thing where they're like but i really like i like baking but cupcakes <laughs> want to know something i don't care for cupcakes I, I don't know how to eat them they're difficult i also i don't think i turn down a cupcake but it's n- not my go-to no i agree i will never turn down anything this sweet, but give me a good cookie yeah or I'm, a brownie or a lemon bar well like i like cake i like the idea of cupcakes it's if they are just a bitch to eat I, and they're always the wrong size right like I, regardless of what you're looking for they're just not the right size because the first bite <laughs> is just a mouthful of frosting if the frosting <laughs> sucks and i'm like well i just ate all those calories when i really want the cake and the cake is at the bottom, and I have to take paper off it. <laughs> we have a lot of feelings about cupcakes, apparently. Um. Um, Hallmark, Hallmark. <laughs> her pushy sister uh, is butting into her love life. Yes. Uh, there is a competition. Yes. So this one comes with a $30,000 prize, which I thought was crazy. Right. <laughs> it was like, I'm sorry, how much money? What? This is a local cupcake competition? A local cupcake competition where they really only eat one bite of your cupcake and then decide who gets $30,000. It was very anticlimactic when they like rush, 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 rush to make it. And like the woman eats one bite and she's like, hmm, what's your drizzle? Dark chocolate. 
all right, and that's it. Yeah. And that's the deciding factor. Right. It, it, they they eat the cupcake similar to how the judges on Nailed It eat the <laughs> stuff. And it's like, they, they only eat a little bit on Nailed It because that's really all they can put in their mouths. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you made something. <laughs> Um, my next hallmark hallmark is deception. Yeah. Um, I have, if you could do anything in the world, it would be painting. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Um, they always want to be painters. Well, why? The weird thing that I have about this, and I'm going to go a little bit off the rails. I feel like this is, episode is off the rails anyway. Whatever. We're one hour behind. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, ahead, but yeah. You can spare another hour for this. Um, the weird thing that I thought that I, I don't know if this is a new and noteworthy, but Trish used to be an accountant and she stopped being an accountant because she felt that her passion was baking. Yeah. And now we have a weird other like turn where she has to find, she has to find another person passion now yeah just to kind of appease parker's like you surely you have a hobby where in most of these movies where they they make that switch to become a baker like that is their hobby and now it's what they love and that's their passion why does she have to have another passion now right like yeah like she bakes to relax can't she just watch tv yeah like like the rest of us yeah right she doesn't need it yeah yeah i thought that was a weird turn yes i agree um I also have that they don't communicate. They, like, do not talk to each other. That was my next one, lack of communication, too. Um, Along with empty coffee cups. Mm. And that there's another man that is in the picture that they're trying to, like, edge out. (laughs) I guess. Um, That's all I have that we haven't talked about already. Yeah, that's what I have as well. Cool. Pretty parade. Pretty parade. I have two. I have one regular and one anti. Okay. So, first, I feel like this is becoming something of a thing on our podcast uh there is ducklings um and baby animals always been pretty for me <laughs> ducklings yeah at the lake when they go paddle boating oh there are ducklings and i was like ducklings and i got very Make excited for ducklings um and i just kind of liked the way like the trisha's style i thought it was very like relaxed cute oh yeah she wore a lot of Mm. She wears a lot of flouncy blouses yeah. and jeans. And- yeah, and flats. She doesn't really wear heels. No, that's true. Like, I was just like, okay, I'm like into it. This is this works for me. Um, My pretty parade was that when Parker comes into the bakery for the first time, when she realizes that Parker is not Adam, um, he wants to order something, and she says no, and he keeps trying to order, and she puts up this... Really pretty, like, calligraphied, we have the right to refuse anyone's <laughs> service. And it's really pretty. <laughs> and I was like, that's the prettiest one I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, it looks a lot like one that you would say, see that says, like, please wait to be seated or yeah, something. Yeah, today's specials <laughs> are. Yeah. 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 Um, but my anti-pretty parade is the dress that she's wearing when she is on the first real date with Adam. It's this blue lace dress that is, like, Okay, so it's long-sleeved, and it's blue lace, and there's, like, it's almost sort of, Mm. it has a blue ribbon around what could be an empire waist, or it just didn't fit her right, because I think it was meant 
to be like a junior's dress and they put it on an adult woman. That's what it looks like to me. And it was just really ugly and gross. Mm -hmm. So that was my anti-pretty period. All right. New and noteworthy? Someone dies in a Hallmark movie. (laughs) We talked about that already, but it's worth mentioning again. Yep. That's all. Okay. I didn't have anything because we kind of touched on everything. (laughs) Um, Across the universe. I have one. Okay, go. When Parker goes into the bakery for the first time, there is an extra Mm -hmm. who has the iconic 7th Heaven Barry Watson long haircut. (laughs) (laughs) And I had to do a double take because I'm like, that looks just like him 20 years ago. That's hysterical. (laughs) I miss that. Um, So I have something, and I'm not sure if we can consider it an Across the Universe, but I felt like we should talk about it anyway because I, I was very excited. Um... So this movie was written by someone named Brittany Wiscombe, Wiscombe, and directed by Brian Bro, Brow, B R O U G H, Bruff, Bruff, something, <laughs> one of those. Bruhaha. Um, and I just got very excited because uh, I looked it up. Um, this is the same writer director team as both Sense and Sensibility. Oh my god. And Prescription for Love, which I don't think you've watched. I haven't. What is that? Uh, it's it's on Amazon. They get stuck in an elevator and we might have to do it one day. These are both ones where we might have to do one day. They're very cute. Well, we, uh, we're definitely doing Sense and Sensibility yeah. one day. Um, so I just got very excited. I was like, oh, like there's a reason why this movie is as cute to me as it is. Because Yay. like clearly... This writer director team works. <laughs> they have a they have a they have a thing. Yes. Supporting shout out. I didn't have one. I have two things to okay. mention. Um, this supporting shout out is not a supporting shout out. Supporting shout out, but mm-hmm. she deserves a shout out. There is an extra in the background during the cupcake competition mm-hmm. that is this. Like, probably 16 or 17-year-old girl with these big blue dreads. (laughs) And she just looks so amazing. And the dreads are just, like, these, like, this aqua and purple. And they're just, like, sitting on top of her head. And they're amazing. And so she deserves a shout-out. But then I also have a new thing, which is supporting Broken Records Shut the Fuck Up (laughs) anti-shout-out, which is Sister Chloe. Oh, my God. She... She's a mess. Drink every time she says, but Adam's such a great guy. But she's never met him either. I don't... Well, she she hasn't? In, in She has never met Adam. He is a, like, work acquaintance of her husband or something like that. But she that. keeps saying how handsome she, he is. She must have seen, seen a picture. picture. I don't know. But, like, it is, it is so overly done how much she's like, but what about Adam? What about Adam? Are we discounting Adam now? But you know, Adam. But Adam's such a great guy. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. Just strangle me now. <laughs> and if that was my sister, I would be like, we, I'm not seeing you again. Right. Well, also, the other thing on top of that is that her sister walks into her bakery or her home. Her sister, who is married with two children, and I don't think has her a job of her own. I think she is just a homemaker, which is fine, but like I don't think she's like right doing anything else. She comes in and eats whatever is out, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, like to a like a, to a level where she gets called out on like you're eating into my profits, yeah. Um, but like 
first of all, how is this sister not the size of a house? Because constant. But also just sort of like expecting to be fed by your single sister who is like has this business that she's keeping afloat and like it has talked about money as like a potential issue to you. Don't like ask at least. You're stealing <laughs> at that point. Family's family, but yeah. Throw me throw me a tenor every now and then. Right. Kiss meter. Kiss meter. So there were three kisses in this movie officially. Mm. Um, Parker and Trish do kiss mid movie, which we didn't talk about, but they do technically do that. Um, so I did. I rated all of them. So my first kiss was a seven. I said it's fine, short and sweet, kind of like works for the moment, but it could have had a little bit more heart in it. I also said seven for the first kiss. Um, I said it was sweet. It was good contact, but they were really awkward beforehand. Yeah. Like they're in the middle of talking and he's like, yeah. And she's like, yeah. And then they kiss, which seemed really kind of Yeah. It it was not quite organic enough of a moment. Me too. I I agree. Yes. Um, The second and third, I'm kind of lumped together as one because they're essentially right after each other and Mm. they had the same number for me and for the same reasons um i said it was a six because for two people who have decided to be together it was very close-lipped and chaste Mm. um but they do get points for it being deserved like an earned kiss i too used the words well earned which i think i'm Mm -hmm. copying from you um but i was a little nicer i gave it a nine wow um but mostly because I agree that it was like tight lipped and whatever, but it was very cute. And he, it was right after she gives him the clock. Um, he gives her the clock, rather. I'm sorry. Um, but I think I scored it higher because she kind of goes, You need to come up and help me install it. <laughs> I don't know how these things work. And if I'm late, it's your fault. And ultimately, that was the. M- most direct invitation to a bedroom that I've ever seen in one of these movies. And I was like, oh, wow. Mmm, la-di-da. La-di-da. So, Hannah, would you watch this movie? I find this movie adorable. Obviously, there are problems. It is not a perfect movie. But I think it's real cute. So, sure. Great. I landed in the same place. I said mostly it was a, it, it was a cute movie. It won't hurt your soul. Um, um, I felt like the script was really creating a lot of problems where there were none just to have a story, but yeah. oh well, Barry Watson looks great. Yeah. <laughs> she was a little bland. To she's me. a little bland, but you know, she's not upsettingly bland. She's no. just bland. Yeah. But maybe her, her cupcakes are not. So right. there we go. Yeah. So that was an hour behind guys. Yeah. So if you need a uh, two hours to kill while you're um, figuring out what daylight savings time means to you, um, yeah. check this one out on uh, Amazon. Yeah, it's on Amazon and Hallmark Movies now. I'm sure maybe even it's on, even it's on Hulu. I don't know. I didn't say pop. So thank you for uh, taking a listen with us. Um, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at the handle number one kiss means number four ever. Um, or you can uh, send us an email at one kiss means forever. Everything spelled out just like it is in your podcast feeds. Did I say Gmail? At Gmail. 
I don't know if you I did. don't know if I did either. So it's one kiss means forever at gmail.com. Yeah. Is our email address. <laughs> um, and thank you to Flint Pastors for our intro outro music. And you can find his stuff on Spotify and SoundCloud. Yep. And we will talk to you guys in a couple weeks. Yeah, we'll be back to our regularly regularly scheduled programs. Um Bi-weekly. Bi-weekly, uh, until further notice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.